Hello everybody, today is Tuesday, April 7th, 2020, and today on the podcast, I will be talking about my trip to Japan last summer. I had a lot of fun in Japan, I get into it on the podcast here. I talk about how I got the opportunity to go over and uh, visit Japan, uh, what I did in Japan, my host family that I stayed with for a week in Japan, the friends I met at school, what we did, uh, how massive the school was, and a lot more. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, also, stick around after I talk about Japan, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about uh, the grad situation in Manitoba right now due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's get right into my trip to Japan. So this past summer, I got to go on a really, really amazing trip through 4-H and the, the York Betamaru Foundation, uh, 4-H Manitoba. For those that maybe don't know what 4-H is, it is a, a nonprofit organization that focuses on leadership and positive youth development. And the York Benamaru, York Benamaru Foundation is the group over in Japan that is responsible uh, for us going there. The, the reason or the reason I got to go, I guess, uh, is we have hosted many exchange students from Japan through the exact same program. And then when you uh, when you reach a certain age, you are allowed to go to Japan yourself. So I I applied, sent in my application. We had a day where we we went for interviews. They asked us a bunch of questions. Uh, one of the questions was what was happening in world news. Luckily for me, actually, um, people were coming back from their interviews and saying what they what they were asked. So I was already able to have something uh, in my head for all those questions, like the world news one. And they they asked what would we do if we got lost. And I think my answer was. I would look at a map. I was talking to my my grandma uh, later about that, and she said, uh, "How are you going to read the map if it's in Japanese?" And that is a really good point. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, uh, ten students were selected from Manitoba to go to Japan. Luckily, I was one of them uh, selected through that. Two chaperones with us as well. Uh, we left on July sixth, twenty nineteen. From Winnipeg, we flew from Winnipeg to Vancouver and then Vancouver to Tokyo. When we got to Tokyo, the first the first thing we did, of course, was grab our luggage. We got on the bus. We drove to um, excuse me, we drove to the uh, the hotel. We were staying at a hotel pretty close to Tokyo Disneyland. When I got into the hotel room, um, for those of you that know me, you know I'm I'm fairly tall. Of course, lots of the people in, in Japan are not very tall. So I get to the hotel room. The bed is really, really, really small. I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great. It, it ended up being fine, of course. The shower in that hotel room, uh, it was maybe, the shower head was maybe at my chest. And I had to, like, somehow maneuver in into the shower. Because it was so small. I guess not maneuver into the shower, more so maneuver into the water, I guess. Anyway, it was really small. And then I noticed the toilet. Um, 
of course, they have a whole bunch of buttons on the side. And me being me, thought it would be a great idea to push one of the buttons on the side when I'm not even sitting on the toilet at this time. I, I'm just standing beside it. I push this button and and fucking water goes everywhere. There's water on the ceiling, in the bathroom, all over the mirror. It is absolutely everywhere. The the guy uh, that was staying in my in the room with me, his name was Ethan. He was laughing so hard. I I couldn't believe it. I why would I do that? First of all, I I guess I just wanted to know what it did. And better to do it with me not sitting on it, right? I don't know. But anyway, the next day, we um, we got to go to, to Tokyo Disneyland. I had never been to uh, Disneyland before. So that was very exciting for me. Uh, we went on a few rides. Uh, we also had a dinner and a show. It was uh, Toy Story themed, but it was half in Japanese and half in English. So I only got parts of it. One part during the show, the uh, this guy, the the guy that was talking Japanese, came up to me with a uh, with a bullseye, or I guess a dartboard, more more like, but it has a bullseye on it. And he told me to hold it up, but it was in Japanese, so I was just kind of going along with it. I held it up. Uh, they pretended to shoot something, and then flags popped out of the side. So I got to be a part of the show. That was pretty fun. There, I also bought my my girlfriend a, a stitch, a, a, a stuff a stuff stitch stitch. I, I think that's what you call it. Uh, after that, we got to we got on a train, and the train had a Mickey Mouse face as windows. So that was pretty cool. The rest of that night, we went to a um, a restaurant. In, in Tokyo, and it, it's actually High Life Pork, which is a, I believe it's a Manitoba company, and they have a restaurant over in in Japan. They have a pretty good relationship, I believe, with the York Ben Maru Foundation and York Ben Maru. Um, so we got to go to their their restaurant. It was really, really good. There were some pictures from Manitoba in there. It was, it was nice to see. The next day, we went to the Tokyo Sky Tree. It is actually the tallest tower in the world at 2,080 feet tall. However, it's not the tallest structure. It is the tallest tower in the world. For reference, that is about twice the height of the Eiffel Tower. So this thing was absolutely massive. We, you couldn't even get a pit. You'd have to be so far away to try to get a picture of it. So I had to do like, a, what is that called? A panorama? Is that what it's called? I, I, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. And go up to get a picture of this entire tower. It was massive. So we went inside. We went uh, we went up to the viewing area, and you could see Tokyo, that, as far as you could see the city. Just at, it was crazy. It was foggy that day, of course, so couldn't see too too far. But all you could see was city, absolutely massive. Nothing like I'd ever seen before. After that, uh, we got onto a bullet train to go to Koryama, which is a, a city in the Fukushima prefecture. And of course, in the Fukushima prefecture, that's where the uh, the nuclear disaster had occurred uh, not that long ago, a while ago, but still not that long ago. Um, there, 
we did lots actually. Um, one of the highlights there for me was they have this thing called Pep Kids, I believe, and they built it because when the nuclear disaster happened, the kids weren't able to play outside because of all the, the radiation. So they built this indoor indoor play facility for kids. We got to go there. It was quite large, actually. They have a huge ball pit. So we're told that we're allowed to go and do whatever we want. So me, of course, being the child that I am, I go straight for the ball pit. And there was this group of kids in there. Uh, they were throwing these the balls from the ball pit into these little circle things with like points. So I started doing that with them. And then these kids, they, they start turning on me. They, they start throwing all these balls at me. I'd say they're, I don't know how old they'd be. They, they're not very old. Probably my brother's age, which would be around like four. And of course they can't understand a thing that I'm saying. So I'm getting balls thrown at me from all of these kids and they are laughing so hard. So that was fun. There was also a, a a racetrack that we did. Uh, there were some building blocks that you could build big things with, big, big uh, structures. And it was just really nice to see that uh, even though there was a disaster there, of course, it's, it's safe to go there now, obviously, or else we wouldn't have been there. Uh, everything's back to normal there. Uh, but it was nice to see that during the disaster, these kids still had a place to go play. That same day, I uh, we went to the a sushi restaurant. Excuse me, that was really bad there. A sushi restaurant, and the sushi was so frigging good. All the food that I had on this entire trip was amazing. Uh, it was all paid for by the York Benamaru Foundation. Our entire trip, not just the food, but the food, of course, included in that. And I cannot even begin to explain how amazing the food was. I mean, sushi, steak, burgers. It, oh, it was insane. So great. I love food. I bet you I gained a bunch of weight. I didn't actually weigh myself before I went and after I went, but it would it would have been quite the change, I would imagine. We also got to go to an aquarium where uh, we saw lots of interesting fish. I like the stingrays. I'm a huge stingray fan. I, uh, I got to go to the Bahamas as well in December, and we got to see some stingrays. I didn't see any turtles while at the aquarium, I don't believe. In Japan, but I got to see turtles in in the Bahamas. And of course, if you listen to my previous podcast, you'll know that turtles are one of my favorite animals. Now there was this castle that we got to go to. I believe this was the next day. And I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name of it because it is, of course, in Japanese. But it is a replica of a traditional castle that is in northern Japan. It's now they made it into a museum, so we uh, we all got our picture taken outside of the the castle, and then we got to go inside. Inside they were they were so strict; you were not allowed to take pictures of anything. There were so many cool like samurai ar artifacts that I wanted to take pictures of, but like strictly you were not allowed. 
that take your phone out of your pocket. Up at the very top, you could see the entire park that the, the castle was in, and also some of the city, so we did get to take pictures up there. Next, we went to a samurai school. I found this pretty interesting. Um, so we go in, they take us through, we, we meditate. While we're meditating, or sorry, excuse me, before we start meditating, the guy that, um, that is meditating with us, the guy at the, at the facility, I guess, he says that if you are starting to lose focus, raise your hand, I believe it was, and I'll come tap you with this. And it was a stick. Well, for some reason, while I was meditating, I couldn't get Katy Perry's California Girls out of my head. Like, you know, California Girls. You know? Specifically the Snoop Dogg part. Oh, I'm not gonna, not gonna sing it on here. But, and I'm like, I'm starting to lose focus. I better put up my hand. And I kind of wanted to try it, you know, like, I'm never going to be here again, likely, right? So I want to try, I want to try getting tapped with this stick. So I put up my hand and all, I'm starting to shit my pants as this guy walks over. I didn't realize how, how big this, the stick that he had was and sturdy. So he, he walks over to me and he kind of pushes my head on, on my left side. So I tilt my head and this guy winds up and smack right onto my shoulder. I, I was in shock. It, it didn't hurt too bad, but they have a video of it. The York Benamaru people, they took a video of it and you can see the pain in my face. As I get whacked with this stick. And Ethan, the guy, the guy who I said was staying in my room earlier, he was sitting to my left. And I look over at him, he puts up his hand, and I'm like, oh gosh. He didn't even tilt his head. The guy clipped his damn ear with this stick. Imagine the pain of that stick hitting your ear. I I oh I can't even imagine. Anyway, after that, we, we kept walking through um, all the all the displays that they have set up, and then we got to do some Japanese archery. I was absolutely terrible at it. This girl, Tori, on our trip, I believe that was her name. Yeah. Uh, she was actually pretty good. She She's the only one that hit the target. The next day, we got to go to a traditional Japanese village, and there... Um, Everything was very traditional, except for some reason they had faster Wi-Fi than we do here in Canada and that I had in Tokyo. Uh, they're in the middle of these mountains, in, in the middle of nowhere. The hotel or the hotel that we stayed at is very traditional. You, you sleep on the floor. Uh, it was us three boys, so it was Ethan, me, and Jaden in the room. So we slept in, on the floor. And the person in charge of the the hotel, she made us a, a huge meal, and it was so good. 
It was so amazing. The food, like I said it last, I said it earlier, excuse me. The food on this trip was absolutely amazing. I ate an entire fish, like a whole fish. The head and all, it it was delicious. And I learned on this trip, don't ask what anything is until after you try it. So I picked up this this meat with with my chopsticks and I, I ate it. I'm like, okay, it's not my favorite. So I, I figured yeah, I'm probably not going to have another piece. I may as well ask what it is. And they told me it was horse. So I got to eat horse there as well. Lots of stuff. I couldn't even understand what they were telling me what it was, but it was all really, really good. And the people were so nice. The, the next morning when we woke up in the traditional village, uh, us as a group, we went up to, we went up on, on a hike so we could see the whole, the whole village. And then we were also allowed to walk around because they had little shops. It was raining the night before. So none of the shops were actually open. But we found this this one lady who spoke absolutely no English, but we went up to her. I carried around a bunch of little Manitoba and Canada pins to take with me on the trip to give out to people. So we gave, I gave her one of those, and she gave me this little cat pin in return. The next night was our last night as a, as a group, and we were going to go meet our host families who would, we would be staying with. For the next week i was really nervous <laughs> i didn't know what to expect i didn't know how much english they were going to be able to speak but as soon as i saw them and i met them they were all really nice actually the the son in the family he actually came to manitoba last year with the same program so he knows english uh, they lived in fukushima city and on the ride home from where we met to their house, we actually saw a monkey on the side of the road. I thought that was pretty interesting because monkeys are really cool. So we went uh, into Fukushima City. And then they took me to this foot bath. So pretty much it's... I, I didn't like it. So if I'm pausing more than usual... That's because I'm just having uh, PTSD from it. But it's pretty much this long thing of water. And people just have their feet in it. Now, I told myself when I found out that I got the trip, I'm going to try everything on the trip. I'm not going to say no to anything. I'm never going to be here again, likely. So say yes to absolutely everything. I put my feet in. It was kind of awkward because it was my the uh, the father and the host family, the mother and uh, my host brother, and me. Uh, it was really awkward because I didn't know how much English they spoke still. So I was just kind of sitting there as the four of us had our feet in this foot bath. The next day, we got to go to, uh, it's called Round One. There are different levels of it. There's like an arcade, karaoke, and then there's sports as well. So I'm, I'm a huge sports guy. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to go do sports. I was amazed. 
there were two levels of the, the sports part of it. One had tons of sports. There was soccer. There was two soccer pitches, I guess they're called. Is that what they're called? I don't even know. Uh, tennis courts, basketball courts. It was amazing. So I got to do a little bit of basketball. Uh, we played some soccer. We also played tennis. And then we did play some games at the arcade as well. Now, my favorite part of the entire trip was probably going to school. I went to school with my host brother at Fukushima Technical High School. There were 821 students at the school with only 65 girls. The school is very strong in sports. Uh, the weightlifting team goes to nationals every year. The basketball is top eight in the entire country, and I love basketball. So I was a little, little nervous going in. Only, only one day I actually had actual classes. So they had English class. They had... They had this really cool class. It, high school's not mandatory there. So if you go to high school, it's more like you're going there to learn a trade. So he was in mechanics, my, my host brother, I, I guess. And they built this car. You can't drive until you're, until you're like 18 or 19 in Japan. Of course, I'd already been driving when I got to go. But anyway... Um, so they built this little go-kart thing. They all, they were all terrible at driving. And then of course, uh, I knew how to drive. So I, I was a little better at it. So that was fun to do. Uh, like I said, only one day of classes, the rest, they actually had a sports festival. So what happened was each classroom was assigned or each classroom is a team. I was in classroom 3B, so third floor up, and B, classroom B, and you're, you cheer on your team. I got to play basketball. Uh, I play basketball here. I got to play it in Japan. It was so much fun. I thought, you know what? Everyone else is going to be really small. I get there. This guy is taller than I am. I lose the jump ball. I've never won a jump ball in my entire life. It was lots of fun. I'm pretty sure our, our team got blown out. I don't even remember the score. But it, it was still lots of fun. They also had um, volleyball. Our classroom won the volleyball volleyball tournament. That, that was fun. Ping pong was also really big. Tons of kids were watching that. I made so many friends. And let me tell you, the kids at this school and in all of Japan... Everyone in Japan is so, so nice. These kids would bring me gifts every single day. It was insane. They'd bring me snacks. They brought me Lego. They brought me origami paper, pens. You name it. This one kid made me an origami dragon. I love it. They were so nice. So I, I wanted to repay them. So I brought them... 
um, maple flavored cookies, which I brought from from here. Some pins, postcards, cards. I had tons of Canada stuff that I was going to give away. And I did. They all loved it so much. On the last day of school, they, a group of the friends that I had made came up to me. And they said, let's go out for, for lunch. And I'm like, okay, we'll go out for lunch. So we went out for lunch. We had some traditional Japanese food. And then I thought, you know what, we're probably all just going to go home. I was very wrong. We went we went down to the river. This river was so clear, so clean. I believe one kid told me that it's the cleanest in, in all of Japan. And I believe it. It was, it was so amazing. So we, we, uh, we kind of swam a little bit. Not really. Uh, we all had our clothes on still from school, which was white white shirt and black bottom. So dress pants and a button-up uh, white shirt. And we bought some firecrackers because they could just get them, however, like very easily there. And we set off firecrackers and it, it was amazing. Honestly, one of the nights I am, I'm never going to forget. This one kid also got me to help him with his English homework. But that night, that, was, that, that night was amazing. We stayed out <laughs> really late. We didn't get home till late. We biked everywhere because that's how they, that's how they travel there. The next, the next day, uh, it was pretty sad. We said goodbye to our host families and we got back together with the 10 students and two chaperones from Manitoba. And we had lots to say, of course, we'd all just been on our own separate adventures. And then we went home. It, it was truly an amazing trip that I'm, I'm never going to forget. And I'd like to thank everybody that made it possible. Not that probably anyone's listening to this, but if they are, thank you to everyone that made this trip a possibility. It, it, I'll never forget it. It's one of the best experiences ever in my life. I hope you guys enjoyed my stories from Japan and just telling you guys a little bit about my trip. Uh, like I said in the intro, I want to talk about the grad situation here. Uh, Manit- the Manitoba government announced uh, earlier this week, I'm, film- I'm recording this, excuse me, on Friday, uh, April 3rd, 2020. Uh, earlier this week, the, the government announced that classes are suspended for the remainder of the school year and everyone on track to graduate will graduate now i know it's beyond our control but i've been thinking about it a lot lately it really sucks for all of us in grade 12 that would have been graduating in june we well we're still going to be graduating we would have had the the grad ceremony and everything it really sucks um that we we may not get that now course they 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 may push it ahead later into the year or who knows there's a lot of uncertainty right now though that's the thing with this entire situation but what what really really upsets me the most is that 
we won't get the next these last few months that we were supposed to have of high school to get to be with our friends to get to make those memories enjoy those moments with the people that I've been with for pretty much my entire life up to this point I sucks <clears throat> I I don't get to hang out with my friends anymore because we will we'll be going our, our separate ways of course we'll still hang out I'm sure but we were supposed to have these last couple months to, to hang out to do stuff we should have had a prom we're not gonna get that we should have had grad ceremony safe grad all that stuff it's all gonna be cancelled now and honestly it sucks that's that's all really I have to say on that matter I just wanted to say that now get it off my chest a little bit um, thank you guys as always for listening make sure you guys favorite this podcast on anchor at anchor.fm forward slash Hayden R. You can also find this on Spotify. Go to that Anchor link and you can find the links to all other podcasting services. We have Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts. They're all on there. Make sure you guys go subscribe, follow, do all that good stuff. Also, uh, I said it in the last episode. If you guys want to send me a voice message, you can do so on the Anchor app and maybe I'll go through a couple of those if I get a few. Uh, Thank you guys as always for listening and we will be back with another new episode next week.